Well, welcome everyone. My name is JC Whiteman. I am a gospel-centered health coach. This is my very first episode in my new podcast. I need to probably ask you right from the start to be very patient with me. (laughs) This is a brand new platform for me. I'm just beginning to learn. So if it's a little bumpy along the way, please forgive me. But I want to learn it and I want to be able to use this as an avenue to um, get the discussion started on what health and wellness can look like in a very gospel-centered way. So welcome. This episode, I really just want to kind of give you my philosophy because I'm guessing you're here. If you're listening to a podcast that's on health and wellness or done by a health coach, chances are that you're ready for some changes that maybe there's some things that you want to shift around, maybe big, maybe small, but but maybe you're looking for some guidance, some direction. Um, but I will tell you right from the start, I'm not the kind of coach that's going to hand out food lists and calorie counts and macro counts and do's and don'ts and, and health articles from this guy and that guy about this will give you cancer. <laughs> that's not where we're headed in my world. And the reason for that is I spent a lot of time in that place and it never got me anywhere. I spent endless Monday mornings trying to start over. Endless January 1st, New Year's resolutions saying, okay, this time it's going to be different. And I would try this fad diet or that fad or that program, or I'd come up with one of my own or whatever exercise programs. I, I just spent a couple of decades in that mess. And it really is funny that I expected different outcomes when I would just do the same thing over and over. I was just convinced that the next program or the next diet was going to be the one where I would finally be changed and healed and it would all be behind me. All the mess, all the insecurity, all the guilt, all the shame, all the issues with food. In fact, I crashed and burned enough times that I will say I got to the point where I kind of gave up for a while. I just said, you know what? Obviously, I've tried too many times. I'm done. Uh, This is too hard. And I'm just going to carry these issues to my grave. It's just going to be the way it is. I'm just going to accept it. And so I spent some time in that place too. You may be there, which would be amazing that you were listening to this. (laughs) If you're like, no, I'm done. Maybe there's still a flicker of hope in you that the next time will be different. And if that is the case, if there is a desire in you to finally reach a state of healing in your own personal health journey, recovery, peace, stability, security, whatever you want to call it, maybe even rest, a place of rest where the battle's finally over, where you can put it behind you for good. I am here to tell you that is my message as a health coach right there. And it is that message because that's what happened to me. And it's also the reason I'm a gospel-centered health coach. I want to say right from the start, we're not just going to include that as one part of our journey. We're going to make that the the road under our feet, a faith-based approach, a Christ-centered approach. No matter what denomination you may may be coming um, from, we all can agree. If you're you're gospel-centered, you saw that on my podcast, chances are we love Christ and we all know what he can do. Maybe the issue is we've never brought this part of our lives to him for transformation. That was definitely my, my story. I mean, I had prayed for his help with finances, with parenting, with huge decisions, with 
all kinds of difficult situations. I had poured out my heart and begged for his guidance, for the strength and grace to help me to make changes or, or do difficult things. I mean, I knew what he could do. And that actually baffles me then why I never thought to include him in my health journey. I kind of just self-managed it. Just tackled it on my own. Just kind of, oh, now this diet. Or, oh, my friend lost 50 pounds. That's got to be it. Or, I mean, maybe I occasionally prayed for help with my plans. <laughs> for him to help me with the diet I'd chosen. Or the goals that I'd chosen. But never before had I turned the whole mess completely over to him. That is when everything finally began to change. I had to hit rock bottom before I was so desperate enough that I just kind of fell on my face and just said, Lord, I I just, I'm done. I can't, I can't, please like rescue me, (laughs) deliver me. I just, whatever you want me to do, I will do. I was at a place of desperation. I'm hoping you're not at rock bottom. If you are welcome, welcome. I have all kinds of love for that difficult season of life. But even if you're just ready to make changes and thought you were just going to maybe approach it with a new program, let me just say, let's, let's try a different approach this time where we really are from the outset, going to turn it all over completely to him. And let him help us evaluate how we got into this mess, what our issues are, what what things need to change, what beliefs we may be holding. I mean, he, he isn't just a surface level God, and I'm sure you know that. He wants to go to the heart level and the mind, the beliefs, the thoughts, the emotions that are fueling all of our issues that we're trying to change. He's, it's, you know, he really wants to go down to the root of it. And oh, if we'll give him permission to do that, he will. And that's where suddenly you watch yourself acting out in ways with food, weight, beauty, diet, all of it, in ways you didn't think was possible, in a kind of peace you didn't think was possible. Talk about a new creature in Christ. That is where I truly believe we are headed and is possible if we will start off with the right approach and allow him to let us do that. Now, I, I don't want to leave it too open-ended. What I really want to do in, in my philosophy as a coach, as I've done a great deal of gospel centered coaching, there are three areas that I believe need attention as we begin our journey in our culture, the way things work. I think as I've put together different um, approaches and different things for different clients, I have seen three areas rise to the surface and truthfully, it's also been my journey, these three areas in terms of where we can start and where we need to let him, um, spotlight. So I kind of see it as a three-legged stool. You know how if one's removed, the stool will fall over it. You need all three for a balanced approach. And that's kind of where I'm going to start with this. Again, we're making it a very Christ-centered journey. But let's let him um, take us into these three legs, into these three areas, and really do some work and look at where we're at with each of these things. Now, the first one, I didn't just choose randomly. It's not just one of the three. I truly believe it's the most important of the three. Um, Maybe because it forms the foundation for everywhere that we're going to go from here on out. And so if we start off wrong, 
we're, we're just going to build on the wrong foundation and the whole house will crumble. We can't get there unless we lay the right foundation under our feet as we begin right here from the start. And so for me, that foundation is our body image, our body image. See, so I, often we just jump into a diet or we jump into some new program without seeing what's fueling our desires and our efforts. If our body image and the beliefs we hold around our body image, if that's off, if that's based on lies instead of truth, and I'll explain what I mean by that, then we're, we're never going to head in the direction that will lead to rest and to peace. The reason it may be based on lies is very clear. If you look at our culture, and the standard that's held up both for guys and for girls in terms of attractiveness, perfection, beauty, the standard is impossible to live up to. Too much digital manipulation. There's too much um, perfection being paraded as a realistic goal. I mean, the images that were shown of beauty in our culture... It's just, it's not physically possible for most of us, nor do I believe that's where the Lord wants us to be going with our goals and our standards for our own personal lives. If I truly am convinced that I have to be a size two to be happy, that's the message my culture has been telling me. So if that's the foundational belief of all my efforts and it's the foundational belief for my next diet, I don't need to look at the diet and my efforts to do well with that. I need to look at what's causing me to want to diet in the first place. Is that size the right size for me? Is that what the Lord wants for me? Where did I even get that belief that I needed to be a size two? It could be lots of different things. I'm not, it's not weight for everybody. A lot of us, it is. We're trying to fit our bodies to a cultural standard that is very small and leaves little room for individuality. But there's lots of different ways this body image could can manifest itself. Um, what do you believe about your body? Now, I don't want to go into it a ton because really that's, this is my body image course. That's why I created an eight-part video series um, around body image. If you haven't taken any of my classes yet, that one is, again, foundational. That's how we lay the right groundwork for any healing or, or recovery that will take place, any change, any, any transformation. It's got to come at that level where we're beginning to redefine how we see our bodies, how we see our beauty, um, how we value our individuality, who we're supposed to be. It's a journey and it takes a while because the messages from our culture have been driven deep, deep into our minds and hearts since we were very young. I mean, it starts even before the teen years, doesn't it? The messages of what you need to look like and who you need to be to be valued and of worth and attractive. So it takes a little while to peel off all those onion layers that have built up over the years so that then Christ's truth about his beauty, his standard of beauty, his view for how we need to pursue this is now ruling in the heart. And then our efforts from that point on will be based on that truth, not the lies of our culture. So again, take that body image class. Start there. Um, if you need some, well, not if, we all need to look at that a little bit. Our culture's messages have been too pervasive and too um, tricky and deceitful and, and very um, hard to detect 
at times. So healing in our body image is the first leg of the stool that I'm passionate about. And I feel very strongly about, um, that it's the deepest level that we need to look at as we begin to move in a new direction. So the second leg of the stool then is comes as an, uh, an, a result of the beliefs of our body image. So if we believe we have to be a size two, for example, all of a sudden my relationship with food is going to get very, very complicated. And we call this, we can call it disordered eating and it could take any kind of form. Think of all the types of disordered eating that we see in our world today. It's not just eating disorders, anorexia, bulimia, things like that. It's not, it can be emotional eating. It could be um, binging and purging or not purging, just clean eating and binging. And then you clean for a while, yo-yo dieting, any type of dysfunctional relationship with food where it has become this monster in our lives and we're feeling guilt and shame and confusion. I don't know what to eat. I don't know how much to eat. It's, it's not just food anymore. It's become complicated. It's become this big beast that we just can't get under control. And so again, could you see how many different ways that this can manifest itself in our lives? Um, for you, your struggles may be very different from me. Mine was sugar addiction, um, and emotional eating, um, comfort eating, stress eating, um, but also dieting when I felt too much guilt over the number on the scale. It was very multi-layered, my disordered eating to even imagine getting to a place where food was just food, where I just ate it to fuel my body as a, a joyful experience, as a gift of God, but nothing more didn't even seem within the realm of possibility for me, but that's exactly where the Lord began to take me. The more we move down this path toward healing. So again, this is why I've created many of my classes. This is why I have a sugar addiction class and an emotional eating class and a roadblocks to healthy eating class. And, and, and above all, it's why I created the satisfied class because again, relationships with food can be very complicated and, and that one's, that one, we really go deep. So definitely this is the second area of healing, not just looking at starting a new diet. Can you see this? Not just looking at a new program, but taking apart the monster and seeing it for what it is and disassembling the power that this has over our lives, healing the disorders, healing the lies that we've believed about food, the confusion, just getting into that and letting the Lord wade us through that mess and show us how to get out of that maze, disordered healing or eating. So as we finish through that and work through that, the last leg of the stool then comes as a result of many people saying to me, okay, I get that I need to move past um, the disordered types of, of eating and, and move to a peaceful place. But what, what does it even look like? Like, do you diet? Do you just eat whatever you want? What, what does it look like to be on the other side of this? So that's the third legged stool. In my opinion is what does a, a faith-based, like peaceful place of rest with our body image, with food, with our size, with dieting, with all of it, what does that look like? We we've lived in this, um, this crazy place for so long that the world has dragged us into through those worldly voices and, and don't underestimate our enemy, our adversary either. 
Satan has had much to say on this subject and knows that he can keep us captive in many different ways. And so he's very much been involved. But what does it look like as we begin to leave that behind? What, what would Christ have us, what kind of place would he have us live in? What does it look like? Let's outline that. Let's talk about that and, and paint a very clear picture of what this world of rest can be. I hope that that ignites your inner desire a bit to continue with me. That all of a sudden the concept of, of really taking care of this dirty laundry once and for all. And really cleaning out this mess out of our lives once and for all. To move to a place where we're no longer consumed with this, this battle. Does that just fill you with a sense of, yes, yes, that's what I've I've always wanted. That's what I've always tried to create with my efforts. I just have never been able to get there. That is where I believe the Lord wants to take us when we turn this whole world over to him. It's where he's taught me to live in this place. And oh, we're going to talk about it a lot. I talk about it in my classes. My faith-based eating class is really that third leg. It's outlining just a basic outline of what that world has looked like for me as I've left the dieting world behind, the, the false body image behind, as I've, I've moved toward a new place. Boy, it's outlined in that class, but we're also going to do some episodes on other aspects of it. Um, explore it from many different ways. But the healing in all three of these areas comes from the core, from the heart level, deep in our minds. We may have to go back decades and unroll and unravel some of the things that we've been carrying around for a very long time. That is definitely what I had to do. But the liberation that comes, the freedom, it just, it felt so beautiful and amazing to just peel off those layers and feel lighter and lighter and to start to watch my life transform. Will you come with me on this journey? Are you ready to be a new creature in Christ? when it comes to this particular part of your life. Give my classes a look. Stay tuned for future episodes. I'm really excited to share this message in a way that I hope will spread like wildfire. Too many of us have lived um, under this umbrella of just, just frustration and failure. And that is not what Christ intended for us. As his disciples, we may have seen freedom in other areas of our lives, but now it's time for freedom in this one. And it is possible through him. Let's just get that get whole party started, get that journey started and, and unfold it. The, first, the next two episodes, we're really going to dive in right away. The next two podcast episodes I've already outlined, I know. Let's just go scuba dive to the deep levels. Let's know more shallow Let's go into the deep end of the pool and just be brave and tackle the tough stuff and let him transform us. Thank you so much for joining me. I will hopefully see you in my next episode.